so glad that Jurgen is a red. I'm so glad he delivered what he said. Yes, he said to me, uh, yes, he said to me, he'll win the Premier League deal. Yeah, he said so. I'm so glad. Yeah, we back. Yeah, they thought the demise. Nah, we still champions out here. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's up, Marcus? I was, when he was <laughs> singing that joint, I was thinking about, you know, Shout out to all the Spartans out there. Behold the green and gold. This past weekend was NSU's homecoming. I was thinking about, I'm so glad I went to Norfolk State. I didn't know y'all had a clap version for that. Hey, man, we had to give him something, man. He get, he gave us what he promised, man. Five <laughs> years. He said he'll do it. You yeah. know? <clears throat> but, hey, hey, this week we got to talk about the matchup of the Titans, man. Liverpool versus City. What's up, Ant? What what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, class of NSU 2009-2010. Spartans represent. Anthony was good. <laughs> oh, yeah, he must be frozen. He might be caught in the abyss. Nah, some of the uh, Zoom I think he's still in the way. I think he's clear. still in Van Dyke's pocket. Ooh, nah, man. I was uh, actually checking out these uh, Barcelona FFP papers I had uh, drafted up from over the weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, going to my ops. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the the spotlight off my team and going to the other guys. It's like, nah, hey, Marcus, it was a great match. Red, blue, not the, <laughs> not the red versus blue that most uh, city supporters would. Uh, consider as the actual matchup. Sorry, Ephraim. I'm talking about our my my new rivals, the guys who plex me so much. You know, Liverpool did it again, man. This is Anfield, according to Pep Guardiola. So, hey, man, a couple calls in go our way. A little Salah counter. Allison with more assists than Jack Grealish. The hundred, the waste of a hundred M's. You know, oh, come on, game's man. over. Damn, already off of him. I was off of him. I mean, did I ever say he was? He, I, I was, I was rocking with him. Hey, hey, man, from the winner side this week, you know, tired a bit, tired of taking L's. Hopefully, that's motivating us to get some dubs. But this week, man, <clears throat> balls to the wall. We had our old man on the field, Millie. We had the the pairing that I told y'all that I wanted to see, Joe and Virgil putting Erlin in a pocket, okay? It wasn't even Virgil really locking him down. It was Joe Gomez doing this thing. I mean, we can't we can't uh, deny, though, Erlin did have a couple chances, especially that one header right to Allison. I was kind of confused why he, didn't, uh, why he didn't get a goal off of that. Uh, I think it was a clear foul. What he did to Fabinho, he he kind of manhandled that man, and then we had Foden on the back end. Also, so he did uh, he kicked the ball out of uh, Allison's hands. So a lot of questionable stuff on that. But like how Pep said at the end of the match, twenty eighteen had scarred him. I, I forgot what that was. I think that was the one where we beat y'all four uh, one or something along those lines. And he 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 referenced that at the end of the match. He was like, yo. This is Anfield. It's the same thing since 2018. They've been doing the same thing. I mean, we get up for those matches. And also, I think people should peep 
that boy Trent was playing higher up. He might that might be something to the the look out for with uh Jota out. True, true. Yeah, that makes a good point. So is is Milner now the starting right back? I mean, he locked up Foden, the wonder kid of England. I mean, well, who can't he shut down? I mean, uh, he he's starting for right now. I think that clean sheet, they're gonna have to uh keep that consistent. We play uh Wednesday, so um we'll know post this uh what, what the outcome is. But um I mean right now he is and like I said, Trent played right mid uh right midfield uh at the end of that match if anybody peeped. So it's like uh maybe maybe he, he can go higher up the pitch with the injuries. Maybe Ox could come back with and be the uh injury all star also. Hey, real quick, one thing we can say about James Milner, I know we joke about him being old and everything, but he has been there. He's done some things. So he's been part of Liverpool winning the title and Manchester City winning the title. So uh, he's been in big games. He's been around. He knows how to play. I'll give him his credit for this one at least. So, Dan, Dan, go ahead. And uh, since we, we done with Liverpool, you know, a.k.a. Casello got flipped. Let's never mention him as one of the top, <laughs> top right backs ever oh. again. Oh wow! What? Ever we went there already? Yeah, hey, I'm I, was that out. I was actually about to. I was actually about to apologize for my comments last week and saying how we was gonna slide y'all. But now that you said that about Cancelo, man, people make mistakes. I, I, I'm not gonna apologize, man. Just great match. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, man. That was disrespectful. Hey, right there, Bernardo dude. is a sucker. You got away with an oh, elbow to solid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, most rolling you up on the sideline. Hey, man, man I'm going to just say. leave it at I'm going to just leave it at your managers getting lawyers right now. So we got to we got to relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, talking about talking about stuff on the field. He was getting dirty off the field. So we'll we'll hey. chill. Speaking of dirty off the field, whatever happened to Jordan Henderson? That weird stuff he was telling Gabrielle in the Arsenal. Yeah, that's not weird. We never heard about that? the follow up. Y'all be hiding intel. What's yeah, up with man. that? <laughs> Gabri Gabrielle got some other stuff to worry about. He mm. almost checked off a goal this week. He, hey, he, he beat the allegations. He beat hey, we in the script, like I said. They they liking us right now for the season one storyline. But hey, fine. man, yeah, but yeah, you know we played Leeds, ugly match, going up the Ellens Road. You know how they gonna try to play it, compress the pitch, counter attack. It was a lot of chances tricked off. I didn't watch it live. I was getting my boogie on, so I had to watch a replay. But from what I saw, the back line was solid. And Aaron Ramsdale was the man of the match, so that's all you need to know. When the goalie's the man of the match, lets you know the static wasn't that much on our side attacking-wise. Uh, the only goal came from a beautiful through ball from Martin Odegaard, catching Saka on the right flank. Uh, the defender was closing down. He had no choice but to shoot with his right foot, and he shot a chopper to the far post and that's his third goal in two matches he's getting on form at the right time so we got away with the victory it was muddy but hey you got to win ugly you can't always have the pretty victories you got a scrappy victory and it's old school one nil to the arsenal so hey we're looking good we've won nine of our first 10 matches for the first time in club history 
the other teams that have done that have went on to win the league. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't think Arsenal's doing that. We always break those type of records. Like, uh, everybody's won it except Arsenal. So, looks like we're going to do that again, too. But, hey, we're doing all right so far. Can't complain. Four points clear, top of the table. Michael Owen is a believer. Hey, hey, I hear you over there, Eve. What what happened over there? I see, I heard, I seen, I seen that score line. Let me, let me hear what your thoughts on that were. Oh man, Snorefest, right? I mean, <laughs> <Man>. it was, <laughs> it was kind of a tale of two halves. Actually, it was Newcastle looked a little bit better in the first half. Oh, uh, you know, we dominated possession uh, for all the, for the whole game for the most part. Um, they looked much better in the first half. Looked like they were uh, much more of a threat. Second half, we started picking it up. Looked like we came out trying to pass a little bit faster. Uh, I think we were kind of slow with our passing, especially in the uh, in the final third. So it didn't really look like anything was going to happen. So same thing in the second half, though. I mean, we had a couple chances, but yeah, it was nothing nothing really to report on United side. They just looked really lethargic. The most exciting thing was Cristiano Ronaldo getting subbed off in the I think it was seventy second minute. And um, don't forget when he tried to get that choppy goal. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was that was kind of funny. I, I don't know what they were thinking. I, yeah, you're never going to get that one. <laughs> never going to win that one. Come on now. You know how free kicks are in, in soccer. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> that was the most exciting thing. Look like he had a little bit of attitude. Or, you know, you can call it competitive juices. Hey, however you want to frame it, right? It can be framed any way you want. Um, Ten Hag said he was uh, – he wanted to, you know, preserve him and, you know, keep him fresh, so – you can understand that in a sense. You can also understand interjecting uh, some new blood into the game. Um, and look, let's be honest. Luke Shaw mentioned it this week. Ten Hag is not uh, opposed to benching players if they're not performing. And, you know, the Europa League game, uh, you know, I know that was a, about a week and a half ago now, almost well, a week ago now, almost. Um, you know, he had a several chances, Ronaldo, I should say, and uh, did not connect on any of them. Um, even though he, got, he did get his goal against Everton, I give him that, obviously, so. Uh, but, you know, Ten Hag will pull a, pull a player for not uh, performing. So if he doesn't think you're providing a spark, he'll take you out. So I, that's one thing I do respect about him. Um, but, yeah, that's really it, Mark. It's like nothing really exciting except for that. But if you want to get hyped up on uh, Cristiano either, you know, being upset about coming out the game or uh, you could say, like you said, you could say he, you know, was just really into it and just really wanted to finish the game because he was competitive. Hey, I get it, too. But, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much a bore fest in that one. Well, we can we can get off that snooze fest because it was kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie; it was on my third screen. It didn't get much watch. Um, well, let's go ahead. Let's talk about the hot, the hot, hot match this week. El Clasico. Yeah, that was. Uh, what was what, what? What did everybody uh, take from that game, man? I saw. Uh, oh, go ahead, Ephraim. Yeah, my bad, y'all. I'll just real quick. I was gonna say I saw Barcelona. You know. Do they do what they do? Real Madrid, sit back, let them have it. You can you can take all the possession, pass all the pretty passes you want, and they took advantage and won the counter. And that's exactly what you know teams like Real Madrid will do. They do not care about possession. The, the, we talked about it before. They're a machine. They they will care about one stat, winning. And so if it means that they're gonna sit back and you hold seventy percent possession, and they just get you on the counter, that's what they're gonna do. And that's exactly what they did. So uh, kudos for them uh, playing their game. And, uh, yeah, they deserved it. No doubt about it. They deserved it all day long. Yeah, I was about to say their uh, Real Madrid's counter uh, was 
efficient from the start of the game. It almost seemed so possessive how how they came out really trying to get that first goal. It was only uh, Tushimini stood out uh, to me. He had a couple nice touches. I was like, wow, um, that's that's nice seeing him because I don't watch their league that much. So seeing that was a uh, nice seeing him fitting in their squad. Um, Cruz's uh, forward pass that led to the first goal that ended up being Benzema was amazing. Just going off what you're saying, E, from their counter. Uh, and then I saw uh, Valverde's goal, which was a vicious, like, team style. Each pass they make is very precise. And seeing how they cooked my squad last season, like, they're, they're really, like, Dan says, like, top shelf champagne. It's really, real quick, it's and nice. like you said, they're efficient. They don't miss their chances. Like, they'll take whatever chances they take. They, they, they're they going to score on them. So that's all I wanted to say. They're efficient. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man, and uh, it doesn't matter who's in the midfield. Whatever trio Carlo Ancelotti wants to work with, they always ball. Today, or sorry, on Sunday, he decided to go with Modric, Cruz, Tushimeni. They locked down the Barca midfield. Barca tried to switch it up and start De Jong instead of Gavi to try to get more physicality. It was ineffective. Sergi Roberto started at right back because, you know, they've been having issues all year with Bellerin is hurt. They let Des go on loan to AC Milan. That right back position is still a weakness. The young homie, Alex Baldi, he's been playing well at the left, but in a match like this, he was, he was drowning. That uh, center back duo of Eric Garcia and Kunde, mm, barbecue chicken city, yeah. I'm sorry sometimes for Lewandowski because that brother, he'd be getting in the right places. But, uh, man, Dembele, I don't know what happened to his form. He started the season on fire, and then he burnt out. Rafinha, that guy is just bones running on the pitch. He doesn't know what he's doing sometimes. But Bro, Valverde... to nobody. Yeah, he, he'd be lost. But Valverde... Excellent player. He's special. Man. Uh, Before this season, Ancelotti said he told Valverde, you need to score at least 10 goals in the league or I'm ripping up my coaching badge and license and giving up the game. So far, Valverde has five league goals and it's only October. So he's listening to the OG. He's increasing his all-around play. Carvajal played very well. You know him. He's one of the best defensive right backs of his generation, but he's always hurt. And Lunin, he's been holding it down for almost a month. Courtois has been hurt. Lunin, if you you guys know old school, football manager, FIFA, he's a wonder kid. But, hey, he's been playing well. Last week he got his first uh, clean sheet. This time couldn't keep it all the way efficient. Torres scored a goal in the 83rd minute, but a solid performance all around. And then even Rodrigo came off the bench and still showed he's the best super sub with a with a goal off the penalty. So hey, it was a complete performance all around. But uh, let's listen to what our La Liga correspondent Jamar thinks. Hey, this is Jamar, the La Liga correspondent for the Champagne Soccer Podcast. Just to give you a little bit of insight on everything that's been going on over in Spain. Uh, the main thing 
that happened on Sunday was El Clasico, the biggest rivalry in sports. Um, I'd like to say that Real Madrid handled that El Clasico matchup quite well. We controlled the match from beginning to end, scored early and scored often, ended the match 3-1. Um, the future Ballon d'Or or current Ballon d'Or winner scored, Valverde scored. Um, it was quite a team performance, controlling the midfield, playing well in the back. We did have um, Lungan in, Courtois didn't play in that game. Um, so we did let one leak in, but other than that, I think we played very well. And we just reminded the world and La Liga that Barcelona still has some things that they need to do in order to get on the same level as us. Um, I think that the La Liga trophy is ours to lose this year. Um, and speaking of the Ballon d'Or winner, Benzema won the Ballon d'Or, which I think was well-deserved. Um, and wasn't really too much of a debate. I don't think anybody could have really argued Benzema winning the Ballon d'Or after the season he had, um, winning La Liga, winning Champions League, winning Super Cup, and also doing this when nobody had the expectations that we would do this. Nobody thought we would win any of the trophies that we did, so we overachieved um, all year long. So I think it was well-deserved, and he was the top goal scorer in La Liga and in Champions League as well. Um, and speaking of also another Ballon d'Or award, I don't understand how uh, Real Madrid did not win Team of the Year. It just seems it was a foregone conclusion, being as though nobody considered Real Madrid winning any awards, let alone one of the awards that they had won. Um, so it is very confusing, as well as we had the Ballon d'Or winner and the best goalkeeper in the world, all on the same team, all in the same season. So it's kind of weird, but I guess we can't win everything, right? <laughs> That's my only uh, debate as to why we didn't win team of the year, but it is what it is. We, we walked away with the most important trophies this year, so that's what matters the most. And thank you, Jamar. Uh, speaking of what he was talking about, uh, the Ballon d'Or, did y'all watch the ceremony last night? No, I didn't get the chance to watch it myself. Yeah, I, I caught the uh, greatest, worst award show ever aired. <laughs> Wait, would you call it the greatest, worst? <laughs> Yeah, it was. I'd rather it just be one language, French, and then subtitle that they <laughs> they give it to us. Cause I watch anime, yo. I don't need the the dual speaking over English, positive blah. I don't know. It's, it was cool. It was great. It was great seeing the ceremony. But go ahead, Dan. Did you see it, Marcus? You, you know, I watched a little bit to see my boy uh, Mane get his uh get that award. Yeah, it was nice. Um, but I watched it on mute because kind of like how uh Aunt said, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to hear you say it in multiple languages. <laughs> like that's what my broadcast had. It would be like it was said in one language and said in another. Like I, I ain't got time for that. I'll play music while while that happened. But hey, shout outs to Big Benz. Um I thought in the game, in that Barca game, <laughs> he pretty much that was like his little toast, like, hey, you already know I'm finna get this award like in a week or two. So uh, the the fit was dope. It was inspired by Pac. Um, 
Much respect to Big Benz, man. Um, he had a dog ass year. He deserved that shit. Like Fuchs said, man. Yeah, I agree. He definitely <laughs> deserved it. Yeah, and um, I watched the award show at Anthony's. Uh, yeah, it was geeked up. Um, Gav, uh, most of the people that got awards didn't deserve it, and that's why I don't rate awards. Gavi, you're not the best young nigga. I get they trying to sell you and Pedri as the new Xavi and Yesta not happening. Uh, Manchester City, how much did y'all pay for that Club of the Year trophy, Anthony? What the hell was that? <laughs> we're, 50, we're 55 million short because Barcelona owes it. So I don't know, Dan. <laughs> and which transfer is that for? Torres, Garcia? Which one is that? Tor- Torres. Oh, uh, they might send him back. He's cooked. Nah, I don't want to say the nah, ghost nah, of nah, nah, nah. I don't know. That wasn't well, in the contract, man. Yeah, you might need to be Anthony. Nah. Ephraim, you already know E-Money Bags. Marcus, you already know about the city football group. They're going to have yep. that nigga at, y- at NYCFC cooking. Ooh, <laughs> yep. I can see that, too. Rebuild reputation. Hey, look, he's a, little, he's a little farm club for him, too, right? If they need him, they can grab him. Or he could go down to their La Liga club, Girona, and try to work on that. <laughs> uh, then we uh, just get uh, my Serie A club, Dan, Palermo. Yeah, y'all did. I, I heard yeah, you were yeah. very instrumental in that purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we may send them there, man. Have them uh, become a staple for the club. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, like y'all said, Benzema – was well-deserved. Um, Mane was second. The award that Mane won was the Socrates Award for, you know, the best humanitarian in the sport. He's the first recipient of the award, so that's nice. Uh, Lewandowski won Striker of the Year, even though Benzema is a striker, so Benzema is considered the best player in the world, but not the best player at his position. Whatever. But in 50 <laughs> Yeah, but in the NFL 50s. got the same kind of thing with the best offensive player and MVP. It's like we yeah. all know he's gonna be the best offensive player, That's but yeah, they true. still got the yeah. okay. great point, Ephraim. Great point. So, in 56 matches for club and country, Benzema had 50 goals, 16 assists. He won La Liga, they won the Super Cup, won the Nations League, won the Champions League, UEFA's men player of the year, Champions League player this season. The Pichichi leading La Liga in goals, led the Champions League in goals, and of course the Ballon d'Or. Hey, man, it's one of the best seasons we've ever seen. Well deserved, man. For sure. Yeah. Now, uh, I gotta ask you something, Anthony. You've mm-hmm. been going hard at that FIFA 23, man. <laughs> I think, mm-hmm. as we all know, this is the only game because of the monopoly of EA Sports. It's kind of the only soccer game we have out here marcus you got the game ephraim you got the game can we get a review y'all you know i'm i'm old school i'm still on the ps2 so i don't know nothing about what's going on <laughs> so y'all y'all gotta educate me <laughs> oh my god uh you want to go ahead and you've been playing the most i think Damn, yeah bro man. anthony can you please break down your first impressions of the most popular mode in the game which you love very much you know Break it down. Some people hate, but ultimate team is fun. And I think Anthony plays it the right way. Hey, man. Thanks, Dan. I, I love the uh, 
for real, the gameplay, I can start with that. It's a way more possessive style game. You got to build up um, your attack. It's not like past FIFAs where you can through ball and spam uh, dribbles and uh, skill moves with people. Um, ultimate team, new chemistry system. Uh, I love building. I love building squads. Again, I like little city teams. You know, get my work my way up to a De Bruyne or Bernardo this year. Uh, it's not so much with uh direct links with players, but more so your club, nation, and uh, what is it, um, league. So overall, and the the team that you build, all the eleven players. So just going with that. You can have fun, build a mix of La Liga, Serie A players, Premier League, Bundesliga players, um, English or Portuguese players. So have at it and then just build your way up and work your way up through the divisions, get coins and cook people online or lose. Hey, man, I'm an old school, old school gamer. I, I got a life, got a job, chill. I want to get on the game, either win or lose. You know what I'm saying? Some people quit. Some people don't want to have that plex. Hey, I don't mind having my my low team go against some what Dan calls the the him, the Ronaldo Nazario guys, you know what I'm saying? The Ronaldinho's and Vieira teams. Cause it happens, but I love it. Cause you see what somebody else do and tactics come into play. And that's why I see in real life how different managers set up their team and how we have our discussions of the uh do man our managers taken away from the game? We've seen articles about that, other players talking about that, but seeing how tactics are still part of it. So it's kind of cool. Um, and that's my ultimate team breakdown, I guess. Hey man, you don't need to pay to play to have fun in that joint. So y'all go okay. ahead and enjoy and work your way up. For sure, for sure. Now, uh Marcus Ephraim, can y'all add in to how y'all feel about the gameplay so far compared to last year? Yeah, I can kind of second some of what uh, Anthony was talking about. I play mostly on career mode. Uh, so what I usually do is I usually tune my uh, my career mode. I don't usually play with the the settings, the factory settings, as you as old school saying, factory settings. Um, so uh, shout out to um, Operation Sports, Matt Ten. Look it up if you guys ever want to customize your uh, your sliders to be a little more uh, uh, of a simulation game. But anyway. Um, I think it's you, cool. You I, know my baddie from just ahead, gonna, you. You know ball, man. You know ball. That's what I'm gonna say. Operation Sports. Yeah, you're a real sports gamer. Come <laughs> on, Facts. You used to be on there for NCAA heavy. No doubt. No yeah, doubt. Hey, yeah. thanks for that. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait till that come out. Shout out when that come out. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, pre tuners, pre update. They just had an update. A couple updates actually. Uh. I was a little skeptical about the gameplay. I had a little reservation about some of the, the way the defense kind of, I know they, they want to make them a little slower to react with an attack. I get that. But to me, they're a little too slow to react sometimes. And you really had to like, like crush your controller to, to catch them up or, you know, the tactical defense, you know, using your other player to kind of box them in seemed a little tough at first, but I got, I got used to it. I'm, I'm a little bit better now with it, uh, especially after the tuning. Um, yeah, the gameplay seems a little smoother. Uh, graphically, though, oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely one of the better-looking uh, sports games out there, for sure. It, the, the grass looks amazing. The player models. I showed a friend that don't play FIFA at all that never plays video games, 
And I showed her the Ted Lasso uh, uh, Richmond FC or AFC Richmond players. And she was blown away by them. Like she couldn't believe it that that was a video game, basically. So uh, I give EA a lot of credit on that. Uh, graphically, it's, it looks amazing. Um, and I got a PS5. So I do have the, uh, you know, the ray tracing and all that other updated stuff that they got with the new stuff. So, uh, so yeah, it, it's so far so good. I give it about a seven out of a 10 uh, if I'm a rated out of a 10. So, um, yeah, I'm, I can't wait till we start some uh, pro clubs, hopefully soon, or at least start playing against each other soon. Yeah, so <clears throat> so I, I actually could come at a different angle with it. I'm actually playing career mode, and I got I made me a squad this year. Uh, I didn't I don't watch the Ted Lasso joint right now, uh, so I I didn't want to play with that squad because I didn't know them folks. So I started be a little uh team we the Kizzerton. Yeah, if you're a little poo head, you know what it is. Uh, Kizzerton thirty eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, for my Beetle guys, you know what that is. Um, yeah, shout out the Beatles, man. <laughs> My daddy fools with him heavy. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so so what is that? My team, I didn't put the team like uh as a five star. I actually wanted like a challenge, so we like a three star in the champion, uh in the championship. Uh I forgot who I replaced. I think I replaced like uh Burnley or somebody because you got replaced. Yeah, that's team. good. Yeah, delete them. Delete them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not with the I'm not with the racism. So yeah, you have Ooh, to get yeah. it. Well, they do have company as a manager now, you know, kind of like yeah, how yeah, when... man. you just you just ruined you just took another brother out, man. Nah, you, you have to. It's like not well, it's kind of like how the Texans hired David Cully, let a black yes. man get a job and then we're gonna fire you, then we're gonna let Lovey Smith get the job. We're bring another one in, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah we're just gonna let yeah, it, until we get why the white is that man, the standard? Really why yeah, is that the standard? That's hey, another episode, man. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's tight, Marcus, though. I fuck with I fuck with uh the grind. It's tight. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. And so I would say tactically, I'm trying to I've been watching that Italian uh the Italian league a lot more. And you know, usually they they run like uh the three five uh, a lot like the yeah. uh, so I'm so I'm running the variation with the five two three, and uh I'm I just been fucking with like tactically practicing different shit like trying to see like person from different players different little shit to see trying to get my stuff together for football manager, and then like how you said we um we gonna have the the wave pro clubs team on PS five coming up soon. And um, if you if you want to get down, you know, let reach out to somebody on uh on their social. But at the game, I give it a I give it a seven out of ten. Um, like how you say, it's a little bit slower. You can't just dribble everywhere. You can't just out uh out through ball everybody. And then they got some different little passes. They feel like Trent and Casalo and like some of the uh Kevin DeBron and some of the like elite passes came in, and then they Ooh. did like some of the trick shots. So I I would say mm-hmm. that was kind of dope. It's kind of dope. Hey, real quick, I can't do. Can I, I want to ask you. Oh no, I, I got, I got more. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I can't do it either, Marcus. My bad, Ant. Hey, R R one circle, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Trebella. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm telling you. Hey, yeah. Outside the uh, outside the boot shot. You know what I'm saying? I've done it with Bruno, Bernardo, left foot. I've seen uh, I've seen somebody do it uh, like a Cancelo cross with on it against me. So yeah, Marcus, you're right. This is tight. I was gonna uh get my rating eight out of ten, but the new mechanics for free kicks at first it bothered me, but the more I'm actually outside in real life, 
I see like, oh, this is what they're really trying to do. So that's just very tight. I've become, I've turned back in the uh, FIFA 19 version of a header Don. When I had Cavani on my ultimate team, it was a wrap. Every corner was a header. Gold. It was, it was insane. Now I got Mane up at the top. It's the same thing. No matter what side the corner is coming from, left, right, I know where to put the boot, man. The ball's going right here. Hey, I'm, you got it. It's kind of tight. So I think people will enjoy it. If you haven't played FIFA in a while, you're looking for a sports game just to hop on and not have to, you know, 2K grind and, oh, shit, let me do hours and play. Like, man, just get on, play a couple matches, do-do-do, passes, and I'm in and out, man. Man, great game. And, Dan, you could talk about the AFC Richmond uh, career. And the financial takeover that took place. Oh, yeah, that's what I want to ask Ephraim and Marcus about. Go ahead. Based on what y'all saw last year, did they do anything different to career mode? Uh, not, not, not really. <laughs> hey, not hold really. on, hold on. I like the animation when I sell somebody. Uh, I, I, I escort him out the facility. The <laughs> yes, well, I, I, it's a cut scene to be like, get out. <laughs> I do like some of the cutscenes. Some of the cutscenes are pretty cool. Like before the game outside of the stadium type cutscenes are pretty cool. Um, one critique I I don't that I that I'll make uh, as far as career mode goes, and Marcus, I don't know if, how you feel about this, but like the save, the quick save option is gone. So you can't quick save anymore. You got to like scroll to save now. So I don't like that. There used to be a quick save. Yeah, like a button you could press. Hit square. Hit square. Yeah. Yeah. And you could quick save. So now when you hit square, it goes to news. And I'm like, every time I hit it, I'm like, ah. But anyway, other than that, I mean, look, one more thing I'll say about it. I give it credit for. And I know they've done this in the last, you know, few FIFAs as well. But like the off ball attention to detail, like what you see the players doing off the ball, adjusting stuff, pointing at each other. You know, when you make a pass, you know, the person you just passed from will tell you to pass it somewhere else. Like the stuff that goes on in real games. I'll give them a lot of credit for that. There's a lot of like stuff that you see that are in this game. You can critique the gameplay all day, but they've done some good things over the years when it comes to attention to detail with a lot of these FIFA games. So I'll give them a lot of credit there, if nothing else. Word now, Marcus, what do you feel? Did they do anything new to career mode? Uh, it's a couple of things. I would say like um, they added some of the stuff from Football Manager, uh, some of the roles like the uh, you could change your player to be like um, what's the the one with a T? The you could change your striker to, is, and it's more like the Firmino role. Oh, the Tricuesta or whatever. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, that one, the yeah. Italian turn. Yeah, you can. I think that was last year's FIFA too. Go ahead. Sorry, man. My bad. Go ahead, please. But I was about to say you can swap different roles like that. That's cool. Um, the training to me kind of weak. Um, but like you said, it's a couple of new cutscenes. They give you evaluation. Um, like if I bought, like I bought Mukaku, I I I I finesse Dortmund. I gave them five hundred thousand, and they Damn. gave me an A plus. <laughs> and we already know what he has the potential to do. One of the kid back in the day used to become the best best strike on the game. So watch out. But now, did yeah. y'all? My bad. I'll go ahead. Oh, all good. Go ahead. I'll go ahead. I was no, just done. gonna ask. I noticed that, like, when they were trying to promote the game prior to its release, they talked more about the player career mode. Have any of y'all tried that out yet? I just started creating my player. I haven't played a game yet, though. And I'm I haven't even the club. Go ahead. I'm on Wolves. And I'm I'm a winger. I got my juju. On, I got my rap on. Um, 
and I got oh, you two got some assists. Tape? Yeah, I got my juju on my oh, left wrist. Man. Oh. I'm I am hooking folks up, man. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. Pro clubs, watch me on the wings, dog. I'm I'm putting that <laughs> joint in there. I'm I, hey, I'm I look like Saint Maximon out there, bro. This <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> Hey, what what position would you play, uh, Anthony? Uh, right now I'm playing midfield. I'm at an 83 overall. What um, position though? Like what part of midfield? Uh, left to right mid or okay. cam for honestly. Gotcha. I, like I like the cam. Okay. Yeah, I'll be swapping it out. We yeah we we gonna talk though. Yeah, I I'll be playing the center back up top and in the mid a little bit. It just depends on like who who I've been watching and feeling in the real life stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm I'm versatile, man. <laughs> At V word, you know, I I can play anywhere. So. You millinder? <laughs> no, nah. Um, uh, more <laughs> more like uh, Henri. Oh, versatile. Okay. Well, big. I had Galassos already. I got a couple goals. Field, bro. Like thirteen games. Huh? It was some big boost to fill, bro. Oh man, my I, my guy's gonna be nice. I've already hit like a couple Galazzo. I got four goals in like fourteen matches. Not nothing too crazy, but when you're playing with just randoms online in pro clubs, it's kind of hard. So that's why I end up going midfield because you get to, I guess, be more a part of the game. Right. Um. So I'm really waiting for y'all. And that's why I play uh defensive midfield because I like really kind of being part of breaking up the. In a yeah. way, yeah, and also kind of helping breaking up the the you know with the back four, helping protect the back four, or at least the the center backs. So you can make wild runs in the final third and too, make wild man. and make late runs in the final third. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So I make I make my guy not too tall because I'm because I'm only five nine, so I ain't gonna try to make him like six foot five and then, but I make him like five eleven ish. So you know we 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 close enough to being a nice size uh, midfielder. So. Yeah, nice, man. We, nice. We can boss up. All yeah, right, we won't get on that. Should I stay? Should I go? <laughs> this week, we speaking on Killian. He said the rumors are false. Why y'all speaking on my name like that? Said the reports of his wishes to leave. It's Fugazi. Just kind of like how Dan said last week. It seemed like that Marcia... Got got somebody paying them to do to put these reports out or something, man. What, what, what y'all y'all seen that? Y'all seen 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 uh saying all this stuff was false? Yeah, crazy propaganda, man. Uh, Mbappe after you know all these reports came out, they had a match that day in the Champions League. It was a one-one draw. Mbappe scored against Benfica. Then on the weekend, they played Le Classique. PSG Monaco, one of the biggest rivalries in the sport. And PSG wins 1-0. Neymar mm-hmm. scores. Yeah, it was a good game. Neymar scores. You know, I had to watch it. Marseille is low-key Arsenal FC. You see Sanchez over there. Hey. Doozy, Nuno Tavares on loan. Oh. Come on. And they put up a good game I, real quick. I'm, I'm cutting you off. I know. Yeah, I they're a Champions League team. They put up man. a good they're game. Nice, they put up a good game. They had some chances. I, I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched the last part of it. And they, even when it was down, I think it was down one man, and they, uh, they still was putting in a good little shift. So yeah, but uh, Mbappe got his first assist of the season to Neymar. So you see, 
after all these rumors came out, he said, oh, I got a pass now. <laughs> so it's all good, but uh, it's crazy, man. It's hilarious. But yeah, I knew he's not going anywhere. PSG is not letting him go. Florentino, uh, Real Madrid's president was like, I'm good. I got, I just got the Ballon d'Or winner. I got Vinicius. I got Rodrigo. I'm cool on that guy for right now. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he's leaving. I think he's staying. He, first of all, it's just too too soon for all this to be developed. Even if it is true, it's just too soon for all of this to, I think, really go down. I don't think it's to the point where he's causing that much of a stir where they're just ready to ship him out right now. So, um, yeah, he's not leaving in January for sure. There's no doubt about it. I don't even see him leaving in the summer. And you got any thoughts on it? Uh, let's just wait to see how the team develops. This is good to see him refuting the claims. Uh, like Dan said, he got an assist. So hopefully the team plays better and we get to see some great uh, football in the Champions League, you know, them playing at their peak for, for all the world to see. That's about it. I really don't care, man. That man, this I don't like this this drama, man. Just just play. It's not champagne. Just play. Yeah, man. We gotta have a soap opera all on and off the pitch, man. Sometimes, man. I I, I watch Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, Blue Lock, and uh, other anime for my drama, sir. I don't need this. I'd rather just see see the 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 beauty on the pitch. He. He giving assists. Let's see. We'll see how they how they develop. So, well, 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 it's that time again. MLS minute dog, and it's a special one. It's the playoffs this week. The first round of the playoffs, we had a we had two uh two teams end up going to penalties. We had some Panankas. We had and they actually both went in. Um, but first off, we had Austin versus Real Salt Lake. It started off, uh, Real Salt Lake got the goal early. Uh, what was that? Then we, then Austin tricking it off, giving up a penalty, two zero, going into halftime. But that man popped up again, Drewski. He got a, he put, he get it, he brought it up to two one, in the fifty fifty first minute. Then we get a red card from Real Salt Lake. Don't being dummies again. Two, two uh, then it gets we get another goal. Two, I mean, off that penalty there, we get two, two. So you know what? You know how the MLS go. We needed extra time. Still didn't get no goals. A lot of offsides. So then they that was the first team we had this week going to penalties, and then we get Austin to end up winning three one on penalties. Second match we we I peep Dallas versus Minnesota. Snooze fest for real, for real. One one. It went to penalties also, and uh, Dallas ended up winning that five four. That was where we saw the two Panankas. Both of them actually worked. Goalkeeper embarrassing. Get some skills about yourself. Then we had one of the games I really was hyped about: L.A. Uh, Galaxy versus Nashville. Man, L.A. Galaxy, man. Shit, shit. They 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 kind of bossed up. That midfield bossed up. They won. They ended up winning that game one zero, and next week that set it up the battle of L A. L A. Galaxy versus L A. F C. We got a hot one coming. Um. Then also we had Cincinnati versus New York Red Bulls. A two one. Cincinnati surprising me. 
I thought the Red Bulls were going to actually turn it around, but yet again, they get escaped. Then we had Montreal versus <laughs> the Cheetahs of Orlando. Uh, and Montreal got those guys out the way 2-0. And lastly, we had a career ender, NYFC versus Miami. This was the last match of, of the professional career. Mr. Higuain. Uh, they lost 3-0. He had an awesome chance. that it, it was actually a goal, but it was all sides. And Miami just really couldn't – they really couldn't defend that game. They were really open. So, next week, that set up the matchups of Austin versus Dallas, LAFC versus LA Galaxy, Philly versus Cincy, and Montreal versus NYLC. Check us out next week. We're going we're gonna to have them results, man. Y'all watch out for the MLS, man. We out. And, uh, fellas, what was y'all's champagne goal of the week? I'm going to go with Federico Valverde. Sorry, Ant. No, I was going to say the same exact thing, so take it away, E. Oh, yeah. I think that was like a that was like one of the only games I watched this weekend. I didn't watch a whole bunch of that, that I saw that were worthy of a, a goal of the week, so I think that was like it. Because it was the top of the 18 yard box straight on and pass uh Tristigan. So uh yeah, I, I that's mine for this week. Sorry, Ant. Nah, man, you you pointed well. It was a laser at the top of the box. That's all I gotta say. It was beautiful. And it was a team goal that set it up. It was just it was it was beautiful. So, Dang, yeah, I mentioned that. my champagne goal of the week, uh soccer, that chopper with his weak foot. To the far post, the game-winning goal special. Yeah, it was nice. Hey, man, you know who I got to get my eye to. I feel, like, I feel like my dog was listening to the Black Sheriff, man, the Traveler record, man, because he... <laughs> Quick with the Traveler. The way he spent that, man, Cancelo, man. Whew. That, that might be on the epic top 10 fails for that boy, but Edison... <laughs> You need to learn, my boy. Do not come out there early. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Ah <laughs> uh, man. Saw Pep was on his knee. Nonsense. Uh, so, so who who would y'all say was in the club popping bottles for y'all then? Before we get up out of here. I'm going to say Kareem Benzema. Oh, go oh, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Nah, you go first. I, I Kareem do. Benzema's in the club. You know, he's the best player in the world. Ballon d'Or winner. His whole club is in the club. They won El Clasico. They are the best club in the world. I don't know what the hell France football is talking about, but <laughs> hey, Real Madrid's in the club. Florentino's popping bottles and passing it to everybody. I'm going to say uh, Sadio Mane, uh, first of all, for winning that award. I think that was an amazing award to win. Um, the humanitarian award. He don't, award. Award. He don't and, drink, though. He don't uh, drink. He don't drink. Yeah, he ain't going to be. Well, he can he can sip on sparkling can, water. Hey, we got some for him. You know, we got, uh, you know, there was that sparkling uh, apple cider that they got, you know. Uh, and also, he uh, scored a goal in their 5 nil throbbing of uh, who they beat this weekend. Uh I can't remember Frit Freiburg, I think. So yeah. Hey, I got uh like how Dan said, I got Benz in the club and we and we beat in Tupac. 
California dreaming all day long. <laughs> Popping bottles, going crazy. Shout out to Big Benz again for that Ballon d'Or. And Marcus, Zidane, I will ask. My bad. I got to say this real quick. Yeah. Zidane said Benzema's the greatest striker in French history. You know I'm not having it. <laughs> I wonder who you think is the best one. I'm glad you said that. Well, I got a special list for y'all, man. This uh, popped out of nowhere. If you guys let, don't know, let me get my champagne. Oh yeah, go quick. ahead, go ahead, man. Talk about that goal, man. Oh yeah. Now, nah, the, nah, the uh, person in the club. I mean, so I'm actually give it to Jurgen Klopp. He's definitely in the club after that win with City and his and his red card. Is going to actually have him in the in the club for a consecutive week. So, yeah. Sicko. <laughs> yeah, it's relaxed Oktoberfest, man. And October is also Black History Month in the UK. Yeah, and yeah. hey, as Arsenal being Africa FC, for fun, I decided to make an all black starting 11 in Arsenal history. And we got so many black ballers, I even got a full bench. The hardest mm-hmm. position, though, was goalkeeper. So I got to go with this young homie, Arthur Okongu. He's in our academy right now. I made him a baller and football manager. So I believe in you, young man. I'm watching you. He's our third goalie right now. He's on loan doing all right. So hopefully you do all right. Uh, right back, Lauren. If you know he's invincible, Cameroon legend. He is a baller. You know how I know he's a baller? Because he's a right back and one best player at AFCON, all right? Led his team to the title. People always talk about Samuel Eton Cameroon. They forget Lauren, baller. Colo Torre, what can I say? Another invincible. He helped lead his country, Ivory Coast, to an AFCON with his brother, Yaya. Drogba was, you know, special player. Was originally a midfielder. Wenger turned him into a center back. The same with Lauren. He was originally a, a right winger. And Wenger turned him to a right back. Visionary, you know. Left center back, I'm going with Sol Campbell, former Tottenham captain, came to us, became an invincible, man. Hey, I don't know if y'all know a theme right now, but we got gold trophies over here. Left back, another invincible, Ashley Cole. What can I say, man? He's a snake. He went to Chelsea, but it's all right, bro. He's an academy product. We love him still. Little sneaky guy, you know. Where is he at right now? He's with Lampard drowning, right? At Everton. Yeah, they are together. But we watching y'all, uh, right, Wayne? Y'all don't know. Y'all should look him up. David Rockcastle, one of the classiest English players of all time. Originally broke in the scene as a right winger, but he was so technical as he got older. He moved essentially one of the best playmakers England's ever produced. Next to him, I got Patrick Vieira. You already know. Next to him, Gilberto Silva. World Cup winner, just like Vieira, bosses, and also Invincibles. Left wing, I got my young boy, Bukayo Saka, two-time Arsenal Player of the Year, reigning Arsenal Player of the Year right now, England Player of the Year. He's balling, man. He's about to sign a new contract. Baby legend on the way, man. And then my front two, Arsenal's all-time leading goal scorers. The greatest French striker of all time, goddammit. Terry, Daniel Henry, and Ian Wright. And on the bench, I got Michael Thomas. You know, Marcus, he scored that game-winning goal at Anfield to give us the league title in 89. Paul Davis, another midfielder, one of the best underrated players of his generation. 
Abamiang, you left ugly, but you won a golden boot with us, won a SFA Cup, respect. Right back, Bakari Sagna, if you know, you know, one of the best right backs defensively in his generation, eventually left Arsenal to go to City, win a league title with them. Saliba's on the bench. He's a young prodigy. I'm seeing it. Clichy, another guy that left to go to City, baby invincible. Canoe, Alex Iwobi's uncle, one of the best Nigerian players ever. Sylvan Wiltord, brother that won Euro with France in 2000, one of the best technical players of his era. And then my last midfielder, Partey. So shout out to Arsenal. Shout out to all the Black people around the world, Black people in the UK. Maybe next week y'all can make y'all Black uh, teams of y'all club's history so we can learn something. Y'all don't have to do a uh, y'all don't have to do a starting eleven. I know some of y'all can do that. Maybe, maybe y'all can do a five aside. You know. Hey, look, I'm about to say you already know some of these some of these squads ain't have a uh, uh, black player in every position. You, you can you can do a little something, Marcus. I mean, you got York. I'm sorry. You got you got the I'm front sorry. two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Dwight York. Bruh. I'm going to have Glenn, Glenn Johnson in my squad. Get the f- out of here, man. <laughs> I guess I'll uh, submit that. What about that. my man Jabril I'll Cissé. submit that next week. Ooh, Jabril, Jabril Cissé. Cissé. Yes. My boy. Yeah. He was a baller. It's some people that, that might not even make the squad, bro. Because Pepe didn't make yours. Because Pepe did. I didn't hear Pepe's name. Oh, I mean, he's, oh, he's, Pepe he's the biggest know. flop. He's the biggest flop in our club's history, bro. I mean, should have bought Zaha. Right, who even knows who Pepe is outside of Arsenal right now? Ivory Coast, they know him. That's about it. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man. So, uh, man. Hey, we, real we quick. Gonna... Hey, Marcus, you don't mind me interrupting. Hey, real quick, can we do like a little preview about this week week's games coming up? Oh, yeah. yeah sure. at, least our teams, at least our teams coming up. What catches your eye for United? Uh, we play Tottenham tomorrow at uh, at Old Trafford, so that's going to be an interesting one to watch. I think it's a three uh, fifteen Eastern Time game, so it's a little bit later. Um, but yeah, so that that's going to be, I guess, one of the bigger ones of the week for sure. Top four implications. And then we play, uh, yeah. And then speaking of top four, continuing on with that, we play Chelsea at the weekend, so we play them on uh, Saturday, I think, at uh, twelve thirty Eastern. Um, so that'll be a uh, at a uh, um, Stanford Bridge. So uh, another big test, another away test for another big team that we're going to play. So, yeah, there's be two big tests coming up. And I think it'll be uh, something that really shows us where we are again, like with the city. So. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal, our match with city has been postponed continuously because Arsenal plays in the Europa League. So it's hard to figure out a mid uh, week match. So, we're playing PSV Eindhoven on Thursday. That's a big match for us right now. We're first in our table. They're second. They've been on form in the Dutch league. Cody Gakpo's been balling. So that's going to be a big test. And then on Sunday, they go on the road to the South Coast and play Southampton, which can be tricky. I like their center back pairing because they're both wonder kids that I used to play with. And uh, Bella Kutchup, the German young homie, and then Mohamed Salasu, Ghana International. So those that's gonna be some good matches to check out. Well, we got West Ham tomorrow. 
Wednesday, rather. And um, they drew, and then they won their last match. So it's going to be a battle. It's always a battle with those guys. And hopefully we can keep up this run. And if them United boys drop points, we could be tied for fifth tomorrow. And they could be that, that, that top four race could be on. And Arsenal, they should watch out. <laughs> and what the city, what them city boys got over there? Whoa, I was awestruck that you're reaching for Arsenal. For you're reaching for the top spot already. Hey man, they gotta drop y'all. Y'all play them next soon, so I need y'all to make them drop points. So, uh, yeah, trust me. Well, they, I don't want to speak too. You know, yeah, he actually, can't. He can't. He's glitching. You know why he's glitching? <laughs> because we was popping champagne. We was popping champagne when they lost. Yeah, I'm talking about y'all could go invincible. It's only one gold trophy, man. I feel like hey, Marcus. I feel like Mercury Morris. You remember Mercury Morris on the '72 Dolphins? He pops champagne whenever the last team, the last undefeated team loses. That's how I'm rocking it every year. Every that's how I'm rocking it. When when I saw the, go- hey. I was at the winery. Popped a new bottle of wine, man. We popped we it just up. Just want to ask him the right questions, hey, man. Dang. It was that thing, man. Yo, dang, what's good? I'm, I'm hurt. Uh-oh. I was gonna say he was hurt. Look, yeah, I'm about to say he just said it. He just admitted it. He hurt. He's hurting. He <laughs> thought they was really gonna run into the gambit this year. Hey, he thought they was gonna yeah. win six 0 They got nothing. <laughs> Is basically this is what I've told. This is is the same thing. Like I said, hey, raise your hand if your team has scored in the Champions League final. Mm. We need to see mm-hmm. if City is the I best don't... attacking team ever. We need to see goals in big games. That's true. Oh, There's only one team that hasn't done that. Damn. Nah, I can't say nothing. So uh, bringing it back to this week, we have a, a nice game against Brighton. Hopefully, we can. Get back into form, scoring shape, and uh, yeah, I'm just hoping for the best, you know, keep the climb alive. Going for number one, Arsenal's at the top, they have the team to beat right now, so we just gotta do what we need to do, get this W. That's all I gotta say about it. Dan, go ahead, take us out. All right, man, you know, as the top of the table, Arsenal FC, the Gunners, <laughs> our letter starts with A because we are the head, the alpha of English football right now. And this is Champagne Soccer, the alpha of soccer programming, entertainment, podcasting, all of that. For Marcus, Ephraim, Anthony, I'm Dan. We out. See y'all next week. And keep the game beautiful, keep the champagne flowing, and always remember, got to enjoy sports, man, because it's entertainment. So enjoy the classy things and keep your champagne ready. We out. Keep your pinkies up.